Chickity check check the Czech Republic chicken. All right, liked even better the second time. Uh, Adam, what'd you do to your thumb, buddy? Oh, I cut it pretty good. Doing pretty what? good. Uh, well, not only I was cutting broccoli, but I was done cutting the broccoli, and I tried to cut the uh, the stem up more to compost it quicker, and I regret it. Oh man, that's yeah, mother, mother, Didn't mother nature off. bit back. That's that's not how karma is supposed to work. That you're... No, exactly. It was like a direct <laughs> violation of karmic code. Karmic code 17B, which is he who composts lives the most. Karmic code chameleon. I got nothing for you, but right. I'm, I'm happy you're here. Uh-huh. I forgot to open my beer, so I'm just going to take a second here. Huh? Mm, nobody knows nothing. Did you make that mm noise to cover up the sound of the beer opening? Because... Yep. I don't think that's a preferable noise. Okay, well, I was also anticipating it. I didn't have a lot of time to think. Fair enough. Nor did I have a lot of time to think in history class. That's right. We're going back down the annals. The annals of... I think they're annals. Herstory. Well, now they are. (laughs) Uh, (laughs) Men have annals, too. (laughs) That's true, but I I want nothing to do with them. Um, So, I'm curious. (laughs) (laughs) We got... There's been some wars. I don't know if you've heard. I've heard. Uh-huh. People don't get along. Governments don't get along. It's crazy. We, I bet if we went over to some of these countries in wartime and had a beer with them, we'd get along fine. Who would have more in common than people running governments? I feel like yeah. the people running our government has more in common with the people running, I don't know, the UK's government than I have with the people running our government. That's fair. There's a there's, Their interests are so aligned, though, that they're competing for limited... I don't know, power and stuff. I guess. Right? They're they're all trying to see like well, our interests with, you know, some some British folk. We share common interests too. Uh except they don't con- conflict. You'd be like, "Yeah, I'd like 50 more thousand dollars." And then someone in Britain's like, "Me too." And it's like, "Well, there's enough money out there." Oh, I see what but you're saying. But when you're dealing with large governments, it's like, "We want everything. Mm-hmm. We want the water supply." I was hanging out with a uh, nice Brit yesterday. Oh, were you? Not hanging out. We were in a meeting for Thirty minutes, but I call okay. that hanging out. Mm-hmm. And he met. And he's like, "Ah, Wisconsin Packer fans." And we're like, "Ah, this guy's got a British accent." So we're like, "What?" Are you fucking? And then mm-hmm. he pulls out his like lanyard. He's like, "I've been a Packer fan since '92." It's weird. Like, I was like, "This is very." He's like, "I didn't know the sport. Did I like the green people?" Oh, all right. it was nice. Was I'd say guy. the colors, color schemes, one thing working against the Green Bay Packers. Yeah, I could see that. I didn't want to go to war with him though. I'll tell you that. Mm-hmm. All you need that's this World Cup. I think that's part of the problem. We got all these countries okay. divided. Yeah. Um, it makes more sense, though, than just I like a team because my dad does. It'd be like, I like this country because it's made up of my people. Yeah. Green Bay Packers. How many of the people are from Wisconsin? Uh, very few. Right. But they represent, you know, I don't know. I'm proud of them. They're nice. All right. They play in the same building that they used to 100 years ago. It's a fun time. All right. Fair enough. Uh, architectural significance or... Uh, you know, achievements. But what I have to ask you about... The wars. Uh-huh. Uh, the war. Uh, the the World War One gets overshadowed a lot by uh, World War Two. Really, yep. Really got uh, the better one second. Well, not the better one. I think it was 
the worst by bigger. It should have been World War Three. They should have been like this was like two world, un- unless it wasn't. But that's why I'm here. They should have called it the Last World War. That oh, was, there you go. Then I everyone's think, like, oh, we're not doing that again. Because the problem with this, they call it the Great War, and then uh, ultimately, sounds like a good thing. Yeah, yeah Germany went. Ah, I bet we could do an even greater war, and they kicked that off some thirty years later. Yep. But uh, all right, we'll, we'll we'll get into it because this this is one of those. Th- it's like we all know it was important, right? Mm-hmm. It was the first they uh, pioneered World War. <laughs> they yeah they, yeah. And, but how much? I feel like this is something nobody knows about. Everyone knows the same fact, and that is it, right? Mm-hmm. What's the fact, Adam? You know this one. Franz Ferdinand. That's it. That's uh-huh. all we know. That guy died. Uh huh. Oh, I thought it was the band. Thought they played such an awful show that everybody uh, rioted. Uh, no, they they got the maybe they, if they didn't t- play "Take Me Out," mm-hmm. um, that could have that could have caused it. Yeah, that's really the one that people know, right? Yeah. Now that you mention uh, it, "Take Me Out." Does ever <laughs> a lot of these bands they save that uh, they save that number one song for the encore for the encore do they, are they at risk of not getting an encore do bands sometimes not plan on the hits in the encore and just don't do an encore i don't know i mean i think right it would be really embarrassing if people all just left like okay that's it yeah. um i feel like they're just gonna come out either way maybe maybe here's the the plastic i've never been to a concert that i recall but uh i think uh maybe the thing is that these bands, they keep these best songs in their back pockets, and they go, we only do the encore if the crowd is good. Mm-hmm. And then that incentivizes the crowd to stay good the whole time, or they don't get to, it's like a like a kindergarten teacher. Yeah, I don't think, though, that the whole show going on, I mean, what's a bad crowd at a concert? Not enough lighters in the air? Well, those people, people that got, we forgot them. They threw a rock at uh, Nickelback once. Oh, not okay. Not a great crowd. No, not ideal. Um, I get it. Sure, I think... <laughs> the greatest were... part is someone paid forty dollars to go throw a rock at Nickelback. Maybe they were taking I guess drugs, they... and they thought the rock was made of nickel. Mm, that's like here you go. <laughs> <laughs> now that I say it, if someone, if I could bid forty dollars at auction to throw a rock at a band of my choosing, it's. I mean, how well orchestrated would it be if we could all go to a Nickelback concert and uh, just throw nickels at the band until they. Uh, Stop, I guess. Yeah. Oh, we got massages going on next door. This one sounds rough. Oh, can you hear a massage? Oh, oh I heard something banging around. Oh, well. Maybe it's... it maybe it got uh one of those rock massages. Okay. Mm-hmm. So Franz Francis Ferdinand, mm-hmm. he's the Archduke of uh Austria Hungary, which is the same country at the time. Mm-hmm. Um and then so I feel like this, nobody knows everyone knows he got assassinated. But I, I I had to look up the, so the you familiar with the is it the Balkans or the Baltics are those the same thing? Mm, Baltics are in Monopoly Land. These are the Balkans. Okay, and this is all all those weird countries. Yep, with uh, that's most of them. The ones with too many U's, like Bosnia and Herzegovina. I don't know if there's any U's oh. in that. Kazakhstan. Kyr- I think a lot of Z's. In there. Do you think Z's are U's? Maybe Z's is what I'm thinking of. Okay. You got your Czechs, your Republics, uh-huh. your Slovakias. Yeah. Eastern Europe. The Eastern Bloc, they call it. Why do they call it that? Uh, Jenny didn't come from there. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> I don't know why you set me up, but you're the, you're the answer in your pocket. Mm-hmm. <laughs> All right. So the people who really don't like Franz Ferdinand 
are the Serbians. Okay. And it's because Pourquoi? they- Pourquoi? I don't know. Because they took over Bosnia and Herzegovina. So okay. over like, this is the Ottoman Empire. Uh-huh. And I think the Ottoman Empire was like a 600-year thing. The most leisurely of the empires. Someone had to do it. Whole empire based on putting your feet up? <laughs> that is a bit that Jerry Seinfeld does. Of course. Does, Damn it. Of course it is. But he only references... He references riffing on that for eight minutes. He references riffing? In the TV show, he's like, I got a whole new eight minutes on the Ottoman Empire. Oh, all right. Whole empire based on putting your feet up? Not a bit he ever actually did. So uh-huh. I don't know if you're allowed to take that, mm-hmm. but... I didn't want it. Try it tonight. All right. I think it's fun. So it's it's all these countries, and I don't know. They, they're just like, we're, we're strong and mighty. We can take over countries. They're bossing people around. God, everyone. I don't know. So these Serbs, right? Mm-hmm. These Serbs get mad, and they plot a, plot a plan to go kill uh, Franz Ferdinand. Do you picture Serbs wearing the same thing? Yeah. I don't know why. I picture drab, purple right? and gold. Oh, see, I was picturing picture more drab. of a. I was picturing more of a. Uh, what's the m- more, more? Picture a team, no. the Serbs. I can't think of the color. Well, Maroon. That's mar- the oh, color. really? That's where you. Okay, <laughs> that wasn't that hard. I feel like you say burgundy more. Then I say maroon. Yeah, yeah. They're pretty much the same as I far as I know. Stuck to what I know. Mm-hmm. Um, burgundy's got a little more of a, a little more of a flair to it. I think. Okay. A little more impressive. A little more pop. Mm-hmm. So. Franz Ferdinand, he's visiting some some city, mm-hmm. and he's going to give a speech. And he shows up, and there's like six Serbians who are planning to assassinate him. Okay. And uh, together, this isn't independent. <laughs> but they're all like, they spread out throughout the city. Yeah. So this guy's driving to go give a speech. Okay. And people are long, trying to throw bombs into his car. Okay, and nobody gets it. I think the first two guys like don't throw the bomb. Uh huh. Because they're nervous, so they're like, maybe that's not the car. And then, <laughs> and then okay. what? And then the third guy, he tosses this bomb, lands in the car, rattles on out, falls on the street, blows up the car behind it, and like twenty people die. Okay. And so he jumps off the, takes a cyanide pill and jumps off the bridge. Seems rash. Uh, except the cyanide pill just made him throw up. Oh no! <laughs> and the river he lands in was not shallow enough, so they just beat the shit out of the guy and arrest him. Okay. Oh, boy. Why are people assassinating with grenades more? I bet you could get your hands on some grenades. Yeah, they're... they're... It seems easier to get close to, like, an important person than a, a gun. As someone who's not fired a gun, I'm more confident I could hit someone with a baseball. For sure. From, what's the disc? 40 feet away... I could hit someone with a baseball easier than I could shoot them with a gun. Yes, uh, especially handguns, which are the ones you could conceal. I mean, what are you going to do? You're going to walk with a rifle like through your shirt down a pant leg all stiff on one side? <laughs> I knew someone that stole a hockey stick out of a store that way. They literally put it in their coat and pants and just like walked, <laughs> walked out <laughs> stiff as a board. Also, if these guys are, these guys are all willing, they're like, once we kill them, we kill ourselves. That's their thing. So they should have just jumped in the car. I guess that's what these car bo- these guys who blow themselves up do. It's the same, same. Plan. Right, and then you just protect it like a foot, like a football after you go down. Um, or you know what I mean? As you're going out, like, oh, you just jump in. And I you, mean, the you point is that they can't it. like throw it back out. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. How how much how hard do you have to hit a grenade to get it to blow up? Well, I don't know. I don't know if hitting it does. Isn't it time? It's partially time, but if I mean, if you. 
I mean, if you throw a grenade, it explodes on impact, right? Does it? That's part of the thing? I always picture it landing in a thing, and then a guy grabs it and throws it back. Okay. Yeah, I think, I think that can happen. But if I, if I put a grenade under my foot and I stomp on it, that's going to blow up, right? I don't know. Really? It's just time? I always I assumed was time. there was a component where if you... Because you pull the pin out of the grenade. Right. And then it's time... I think like once you release, because there's a handle, you could pull the pin out and oh. hold on to it forever. And then once you release, I think you have a certain amount of time. I forgot about the handle. Yeah, they got a handle on there. That makes sense. Uh, Can you get that pin back in pretty easily? Good question. Can I don't you know. you stick anything in there? It's like video games where you like decide to pass and you're like, I didn't want to pass, but there's no way to like cancel the pass. Mm-hmm. It'd be nice to be able to put that pin back in. Yep. <sighs> Throw a couple too many interceptions today. Oh, boy. Um, so... They don't get the guy. There's like a, you know, crater in the street. Yeah. And they, and they beat up the guy who tried to kill himself. And uh, Franz Ferdinand shows up to like the mayor's and he's like supposed to give a speech. And he goes up to the mayor and he's like, hey, man, everyone in your city's trying to throw <laughs> grenades at me. And he's like, I don't know anything about that. Because he didn't. He was just yeah. a nice I mean, it's mayor. a fair complaint. Yeah. <laughs> and then so they just gave a speech. Got back in the car, drove back the other way, and then some dude jumps on his, like, the roof of his car and shoots him. Okay. And his wife. One of the six? The original six? Yeah, they were all in a, you know, their big planning. They're just stationed throughout the city because they're like, here are the different ways you could drive Mm -hmm. to where he's going and back. Yeah. And so this guy jumps up, shoots him, and then they all tackle him. Oh, yeah, he shot him and tried to kill himself. And he didn't, he failed at that? He, I think he puts the gun to his head, and that's when people decide, decide to step in. Yeah. He jumps on the roof of the car. They're like, we want to see what he, yeah. see what his plan is here. And then they're like, oh no, that's not what we hoped. Yeah, we were hoping for a high five. <laughs> How far, are high fives universal? They seem very prim, like primate. They seem like what monkeys do. Mm-hmm. I picture they exist in every country, right? Uh... That can't be. I don't think if you go to China and try to high five a Chinese man, he's well, that's not. a it's a low five there. But, <laughs> but yeah, I mean, I think you don't think it'd work. I don't think so. All right. Well, the the thing where you put your hands in the air to celebrate that's mm-hmm. that's universal. But I don't think like that's that's like since we've been cavemen, when something good happens, we just throw our arms up. That's yeah. like a, that's like a human instinct. Uh-huh. But I don't think high fiving falls under that. I feel like that's okay. that's pretty specific. I just feel like I picture two monkeys just like smiling and slapping hands. I think they do more of the uh, the thing where you jog and then you do the hip, you jump in the air. And you oh, you think that's more? That's universal. <laughs> okay. You could do that any country. Uh-huh. So they kill Franz Ferdinand. And we've got all these these alliances, right? Yep. We've got um, the different teams at the... Everyone... Yeah, how closely did alliances align between the two world wars? There's a couple... So I think Italy flip-flops mm-hmm. i think italy goes from good guy to bad guy or at least well i mean i can, actually this, i picture romans inventing the flip-flop that feels like footwear invented by i see yeah they're, yeah they're walking around that town they when they had those robes they were very leisurely oh for they sure were, that should have been the ottoman empire those guys looked comfortable <laughs> <laughs> i guess i'm calling it the good guys and the bad guys and i'm mostly going off of they had Germans and they lost, which mm-hmm. makes them bad. But I don't really have enough of an understanding of how oppressive this Ottoman Empire was. The U.S. was on the winning side of it, you know. So, I don't know, probably the good side, but I... 
This this one seems pretty political. Okay. And not very moral. I got you. So, I don't know. Everybody had good things and bad Is things. Is there a about war them. called the Just War? Like it's just war, nothing more. Like no, like the, a just, like justice, the just war. That's what you'd call. It feels like when you rewrite the history, when you, the winner writes the history books, they re- name it the just war. That's real, real propaganda move. That's for seems, sure. Um, I'd be good. I'd be a good propaganda dictator. Yeah, I'd be good at the propaganda. The propaganda. They had some good propaganda in this war. Okay, maybe not the best. I think they. Well, the Germans really, really came into their own World War II with that propaganda. Mm-hmm. Um, Fill me in on the W one. Well, they just had a lot of a lot of signs, kind of like like England did the Uncle Sam thing before yeah. the U.S. Oh, okay, where they had all these signs where they're like, "Your wife's not gonna think you're cool if you don't fight in this war." Like, what's what's your problem? You some some sort of pussy man? And then um, everyone was like, "These are great points." Because the English they signed up for the war in droves. They heard about this war and they're like, "Somebody died. I'm in." Okay, so what was their Uncle Sam? I guess the Monopoly Man. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Who's it? I don't think the Queen came into. Well, do they have a Queen? Yeah, England has a Queen. Or at the time, you they mean? don't know. They haven't always had a Queen. They've True. always had somebody. Mm-hmm. Um, Prince Albert in a can. He was around that around that era. I in think. a can. That's the old joke. Uh. Prince Albert was the was like the leader of. You know, he's the King of England. Okay. And it was also a brand of tobacco. So you call oh, the store and you say, hey, do you have Prince Albert in a can? And then they go, yes. But if, if, even though they probably don't carry that. And then they say, you better go catch him. That was the original oh. fri- refrigerator running okay. before refrigerators. We had to be much worse at prank call. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know the overlap period between Prince Albert in a can and the phones, but. Interesting. Okay. The tobacco presumably came first or did someone go, I'm going to name tobacco after the prince? No, they named the tobacco after the prince. Huh. What a world. <laughs> All right. All right. So we've got... So when when Austria slash Hungary, uh-huh. they... So Serbia shoots somebody. And so Austria-Hungary is like, hey, screw you, Serbia. And then I think... Assassinate somebody? England goes, wait, if you guys are at war with Serbia, we're at war with you. And then Germany goes... If you're at war with them, oh, we're at war with you. And then Russia goes, I've got nothing to do today. And they hop in the ring. And then Italy's like, Italy and France, they're, they're friends. Mm-hmm. England and France are on good terms at this point. They're kind of like a brotherly rivalry. Where they're like, we don't like each other, but... When it comes to, yeah. Yeah, if somebody hits you in a bar, I'll, I'll bash their head in. Yeah. You know those brotherly rivalries. Yeah, I kind of um, do. Yeah, it yeah, makes it, sense to me. So, like, how did the U.S. get involved? Ah, great question, Adam. The U.S. pulls its classic move of being like, I don't know, that's pretty far away. We can't really see what's happening very well. Um, I don't see why we would get involved in this. We're, we're rooting for you, good guys, but we don't we don't think this is our fight, right? That's kind of our move. Mm-hmm. Um, and then, uh, well, I guess maybe it's not, not anymore. Not like <laughs> no, no. That's, no, depends no. what we want to get out of it, but... We're producing all this stuff for England. So we've okay. got like an economic gain. Because uh-huh. I think we're selling them, you know, cheap bullets. And, and uh, they're they're happy. Prince they're Albert. friends with us. So we're keeping them going, right? Yeah. The, uh, the Germans, they send a message over to Mexico. And they go, hey, Mexico, if you go to war with the U.S., 
we will give you a bunch of guns. And Mexico's like, what? Well, I didn't, who, I didn't yeah, know we were involved. That's the whole in incentive is guns to use in the war. Isn't they, like they were just waiting to... I don't know if Mexico... You made even, it sound like they whispered it to him too. Yeah. Okay. It, it was a secret. And then, uh, but England hears this. They intercept the message. And they're like, hey, US, they're trying to get Mexico to fight you. And the US is like, that's really lame. That's a, We're not into that. It was a, we assume that was a joke. We'd be like, oh, those English, they're a weird sense of humor. Yeah. I don't know why Mexico... Mexico was, doesn't seem like they get involved in this stuff. That's not really there. No. Have, was Morse code World War One or is that two? Um, what I think this is a... Telegram's the one where a guy comes to your door and sings. A telegraph. <laughs> is that Morse code? You're thinking of a candygram. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> well, what's a telegram? A telegram, someone shows up at your door. Yeah, for sure. Uh, that's a hilarious... With a letter on a pillow, I think. The, I think the they, they tell you something. They open the lid up like it's a turkey, but it's a letter. That's what I picture. <laughs> you know? Um, maybe. Do they hand you something? They hand it to you. Yeah. They don't say it. We've retired that except for when your son dies in a war. Uh, we still do that? We still. Mm-hmm. That makes sense. Although that's when you want to be like, I just want to cry in peace. Not have some fucking postal boy. They, just show, they don't even have a letter. They just show up with a box of Kleenex. And uh-huh. like, you, you get it. Fill in the holes. Mm-hmm. So we hear about the whole Mexico plot. I think Mexico's like, I don't know, we probably wouldn't have done that, but it's not that, like, we just get angry. Mexico's like, we're not going to get involved once they're angry anyway. So we'll say we weren't going to get involved in this. Um, and then the U.S. jumps in. And okay. That's... Despite not being, we were just mad that Germany, like, even tried to provoke. Yeah. Okay. Germany, once Germany's, like, trying to convince other countries to attack us, uh-huh. that's when we're like, all right, I guess we got to go fight Germany. You can't just be yeah, like, yeah, I guess. Hey, knock it off, quit. Because you know they're going to go to Canada next. They're... That's even funnier. <laughs> it's even funnier of a thought. What are they going to do? Beat us with hockey sticks? I don't think they had hockey yet. When was hockey invented? Oh, great question. Uh, I think it was invented. All right. I've never seen someone ice skating that long. Ago. I want to say the 20s. This isn't even the 20s. This is the the teens. Okay. They invented hockey after World War One. All right. Why do you seem so skeptical? You said the twenties of hockey. <laughs> I just want to be right. <laughs> Doesn't seem like that old of a sport. What? What teen? What teen year did this start? Uh, fourteen. Okay, that was close. Well, not that far. All right. I don't know. This is what Canada was up to. Like, where's? I almost said eighteen hundreds for hockey, but I don't. I don't know that I can back that up. Germany sends Canada a letter. They say you want to get involved. They say we're working on a thing. We'll let you know. All right. They come up with hockey at the end of the war. Neither here. Nor is it there. So, the U.S. is involved, but we've already got a big, the, the whole trench warfare is going on, right? Yeah. No, no, nobody is, uh, there's no atheists in a trench. Because they all went to college and decided not to fight. <laughs> no, I don't know. I, I hate that. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, no, they're, they're hanging out in this trench. Both, I don't know who came up with the trench first, because you it wasn't like they agreed before the war started. Let's do it trench style this time. Yeah, they didn't, that's fun. They didn't lay it out like a paintball course beforehand. But I think you had to like gain ground and dig your own trenches. You did. Yeah. I'm just curious, like, did one side notice the first trench? And then they're like, oh, shit, we got to get down. That's those a good question. Because if I saw their trench, I might be like, well, let's try like a tree fort first. Did any, I guess that would fail. Did any of it have to do with uh, this being, was this the first war that airplanes were involved? Yes. Okay, I wonder if that trench benefits that at all. Maybe. I also know there were Zeppelins involved. 
The Germans were flying Zeppelins into places? Yeah, what, what good is that? I feel like I could take a Zeppelin down. Yeah. Don't those things look... Like, is it just like the Goodyear blimp? Kinda. I feel like a bee could do it if you wanted. They look even... They look like explosive Goodyear blimps. Like Goodyear blimps that if you popped them, they would not just deflate. They would, like, blow up. Yeah, I don't... Maybe I'm saying that just they were just that like one that blew up, but... The lead one? No, that's the band. I'm thinking of the, uh, the Hindenburg. Ah, uh, yes. Uh, that was a fun one. Mm-hmm. My favorite meth-selling blimp. I see. Zeppelin. Yes, mm-hmm. because of Breaking Bad. Yes. Took me a moment, but... Uh, Free association. <laughs> so, they were just like... The, 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 uh, the Zeppelin was just like... Airplanes are kind of new. We think we could do a version like a. T- they tried to make a tank of airplanes, and it's like this isn't kind of yeah. Because I guess I picture a little basket. Well, that's more of a hot air balloon. Wrong. Well, I think there's a basket at the bottom. So um, do they shoot out of it? Do they drop bombs? Is it more of a? Bomb I think it's dropping? more of a bomb thing. They're, okay. they're up there with grenades, tossing them into people's convertibles. Okay. Um, but yeah, I guess if someone was like, "Do you want to fly the first plane, which go very fast, or do you want to fly this balloon?" Which kind of coasts through the air. Let me go with pl- plane. See, I'd see a Gibby on that balloon. Really? That looks nice and like easy. You could kind of. Yeah, but when people are shooting at you, I want to yeah. go fast. Yeah, without the shooting, I'd go balloon. Because mm-hmm. it's like, if this thing starts to crash, I could see it coming and I could like tuck and roll and time my jump. Yep. In an airplane, you're kind of toast if that uh, that thing's going to crash. It's fair. There are parachutes right away, right? I think we've had this I'm, conversation. Yeah, there had to be. <laughs> but I think the parachute's a pretty simple invention. But I am wondering if the Wright brothers did or if they're like, oh, shit. The parachute was I kind of think they didn't, but so, I don't know. Sometime between Rapunzel and the airplane, when we came up with the parachute. <laughs> okay. Because that would have been a much shorter she story. She tied sheets together. Oh, did she? she? I think so. She floated on down? No, she tied sheets together and climbed down. No, her... They climbed down her hair. Exactly. Her hair were the okay. sheets. Why did you, you get a... Uh, all right. I'm with you now. Okay. So, like, did we have... Who had... Who was the Red Baron? That was a World War One fighter pilot, right? He's a German. Uh, I think Barons are German. That bastard. Mm-hmm. And he's, he's mowing guys did down. Did we have a, a famous guy? Uh, I don't think so. Okay. Uh, boy, I don't know who that would have been. But we loved making the the faces look like, uh, the noses look like faces with like mean teeth. That looks oh, like the yeah. funnest part of uh, World War One is drawing <laughs> face paint on an airplane. Well, because I think kind of what happened is we've got, we've got all these trenches going on and the tanks get involved and there's these gruesome battles going on in Europe. Then when the U.S. gets involved, we got to get over there somehow. Yeah. So we fly all our planes over there. Did we have aircraft carriers? Because did we have enough fuel in those early airplanes to get over to Europe and then still fly around and fight? That's a good point. Maybe we... I don't know. There's no island in the middle there you can land on. We had on. big ships. Maybe there's aircraft carriers. Yeah. There were some U-boats, know. but the, the Germans had all those. Mm-hmm. Um, Inventor, we, now they're just... Uh, U-boats were like when you had to move, right? And to move apartments across the Bering Strait, maybe, and you'd take a... All right, you haul, you boat. I see. <laughs> We're trying. <laughs> Fucking trying. I'll be, I was really trying to get it. Uh, <laughs> I appreciate it. So that we show up at our, at our planes, and we're having like a whole different war experience. Yeah. Because the trenches, they've got people with gangrene in there, mm. and they've got... Uh, so there's also this dude, the Germans, as soon as World War II, or World War I starts... They've got a bunch of scientists who are like, ooh, we got some good stuff for this. 
And then the one guy invents the guy who invented fertilizer. He also he was like, I'm working on this fertilizer, but this would be great for chemical warfare. People make bombs with fertilizer. Yeah. I, did I ever tell you about the kid in my high school who blew himself up? No. On accident? Uh, so they made, in tech ed class, in metals, they made a coat hanger. Uh, I'm doing finger quotes uh, under the table because <laughs> Charlie was going to contest that. But they made a coat hanger, but really it was a cannon. But they didn't have... <laughs> Wait, what? Yeah, they made a cannon, but they didn't have you know, engineering degree, so they didn't make it reinforced enough. So they went to light it off. Fuse, like, went out. Guy went up with a long stick to light it off. Thing just exploded. Shrapnel threw him, and, like, he had to be med-flighted. I'm not following the story at all. They made they made a coat... Wait, a coat the rack? Rack. Oh. Like a... Or a stand... What do you call a coat stand? Yeah, like a coat tree. Yeah. Okay, you said coat hanger. And oh, really? I think so. Yeah, I could, rack, maybe I hanger. just thought coat hanger. And I was like, how well, do... Maybe I call that a coat hanger. I don't know. I call it a coat tree. You hang coats on it. All right. Well, I don't, but that's what they made. But really, it was a cannon. Yeah. I think they took the coats off first. But uh, yeah, this kid almost died. Oh, yeah. That's fun. Yeah, he didn't seem... To... <laughs> I had him in a class later. You know, he had this big like skin graft on his arm. So he was pretty comfortable asking me if my surgery scar was... If I tried to kill myself. Oh, God. <laughs> I had wrist surgery and I have a scar on my wrist. He's like, hey, did you try to kill yourself? I was oh. like, no, but wait, very wait. bold question. Oh, wait. He thought you tried to kill yourself because of the scar. On my like, wrist. Looking like you Yeah, cut. tried to cut. Right. I thought you were like, he's like, oh, you had surgery too. Did you try to kill yourself afterwards? Because oh, no, that was no, my no, interpretation. No. <laughs> but he was like, anytime you get a surgery. Uh-huh. No, no, not it. All right. So we got the, they're in the trenches. And uh, these trenches, you, the way I picture them, I don't know how you picture it, Adam, but I picture them like, uh, like just lines, right? You just got just one straight trench. But not the case. Is, is what I, They look like a zipper. They go zip up, down. They're, okay. all, they're all curving they're over all the place. They're all over the place. Because otherwise, if somebody like blows up your, like if they loft a grenade into your trench, if they hit the right thing, that fire just shoots on down the line. Mm-hmm. So they had, to, they had to draw these out so that I everything see. was Protect a curve. It. Yeah. And then they'd go like, they had communication lines up to the next row of curvy trenches. They had a whole fun thing in there. No one was having a good time, but uh, everyone's in there. They're getting diseases. They're, uh, oh, what they would poop on a log. They get um, like six, sorry? six dudes would all sit on a log at the same time. Okay. And they'd poop off the back. Yeah. And then uh, you get a seventh dude on that log. Everyone would be shitting. That log would break and everyone would fall into their own poo. And that's how gangrene started shut the fuck up i don't know if that's how gangrene i don't think started, that's how gangrene started but they were i mean where did you get the idea that there's seven well first off that six guys could handle it that all these logs could handle six but not seven guys did well, you watch the, a sitcom the numbers are specific but it was every once in a while the poop log they'd fall into the the other poop logs the smaller ones mm-hmm. this sounds a little <laughs> fabricated but i think it's they were wiping wiping their butts with their hands yeah it was a whole ordeal Right. Um, leaves work. That's how you get gang brown. Oh yeah, I didn't. Th- don't, they didn't have any leaves because you picture these trench areas. It's just a big open dirt field, right? There's no trees. Yeah, maybe. There. Well, I picture, but I'm picturing World War Two. I don't know where I'm picturing. Yeah, I picture some, some trees and Battle some grass. Battle of Bulge. They had a lot, a lot of nice trees and stuff. But that's World War Two. Yeah. Um. So there's all these people in the trench. All the people. Here's, here's, here's my theory. You join the army. You know, they make you all get the same haircut. These Englishmen, they're all... You, white. Out, you got ahead of the game. Yeah, but they're all, they all have to shave. Yeah. 
Um, and which is very impractical. Everyone's shaving constantly during war. Just yeah, right. You'd think grow a beard, grow some facial hair. I think after the Civil War, we had all these cool characters with like curly mustaches. Mm-hmm. And then we realized that it became too sad when like the fat curly haired guy died. Because he was unique? Yeah, because we were like, oh, that was one of the characters. That... Right. But if you got 30 guys that all look exactly the same, and then you're like, oh, today we only have 25 guys who all look exactly the same. I think there's something to it. Less traumatic. Yeah, you're a number. Mm-hmm. So that's, uh, you know, you dress them all the same. You don't let people have any flair. I think they just want to make these people, uh, I don't know, less tragic deaths. Yeah, I think when they're o- when they're overfighting, that some of that goes out the window. Everyone's just like, oh, we're going to have a little, the little bit of fun we can. So, I, you know, I tied my shirt in the middle like a little knot where you can see my belly button like a like a teen, teen girl, you know? Yeah, that's Because that's a good time. People, they get hours of entertainment out of that. I love a midriff in the war. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. All right. So then, yeah, we got the tanks. We got the fertilizer bombs. The U.S. comes over. And they're like in the jungle or something, I think. Because I read a... Roald Dahl's autobiography mm. called Going Solo. I read both his autobiographies. Um, okay. One, he was a child. That wasn't that interesting. Then the other one, he was a fighter pilot in World War One, And he was, it seemed like he was in the jungle wearing khakis all the time. And it seemed like a real fun time. That seems like Vietnam to me. It definitely wasn't. Because okay. he was British. They weren't even involved. Well, yeah, I don't know. Uh, interesting. They They were having a good time. And that's where the gremlins came in. Because I think these these fighter mm-hmm. pilots, you know that Twilight Zone where people used to see gremlins? I think they used to like fly so many, they f- flew all the time and they would occasionally think they were seeing gremlins on the wing. What? Because of some hallucination thing. So, the, so that were the movie gremlins came? Like they were picturing those little guys? No, they were picturing like a big dude on the wing. Okay. There's some sort of optical illusion. And this is like a common occurrence in Sounds World War I. less like an optical illusion and more like a uh, delusion. Yes, an optical delusion. Those okay. Are, I don't know. If, well, what's the difference between an illusion and a delusion? One you tell yourself? Uh, an illusion, I think, is when like everyone looks at the, the picture and sees a weird thing. Everyone looks at the photo and it's like, that line's shorter, and then they're the same. And then delusion is like where you believe something that's false. Okay. All right. So people have seen that. Another thing, this, and I've, I've said this on the podcast, I'm sure, that in his book... I think this is wrong. He said they used to, like, take intercept shipments of um, toothbrushes intended for the Germans, and they would loosen the bristles so that they would create their appendix to burst. Yeah, I don't remember what you said it on, but uh, I don't remember anyone correcting us on it. All right, so that one's fact, too. All right. So we got the U.S. They're flying around. We're shooting people. How do you loosen them? Hmm. Okay. I don't know. I don't know how you'll lose something to this breath special. But so I think the planes, that's like a small percentage of the world. That's just expensive. That's we're, It's less I about see, people's yeah. people. We're just seeing if we can blow up the most expensive thing the other army has. We're not shooting down as much. Um, I don't think we had good anti air, like anti air turrets at the time. Right. But at the time, oh, the, shooting the planes down were at the shooting at the, at the ground. Maybe. Maybe that they had to be overwhelming. warfare. Well, eventually, because after the war, we made all these rules where we're like, you can't throw mustard gas. That's cheating. It, yeah. We just didn't. We didn't know people had mustard gas. So I always get mustard gas and tear gas confused. Mustard's. I see. I like mustard. So I'm like, 
I like mustard more than I like crying. So I'm like, mustard's the better one. Yeah. But it's the worst. Could could just be named mustard gas because the Germans came up with it. Oh. And they're always putting mustard on there. Yeah, on their on kraut. Their, mm-hmm. On their brat Which is on the... You're right, they're not eating. Um, that's probably not right, but that could be a thing. Maybe mm-hmm. it just had seeds. Whoever... The winner of the war is whoever comes up with a thing that shouldn't be legal before anyone knew about it. Yep. And then that person... Atomic bomb. Atomic bomb were just like, oh, we would have said you can't use atomic bombs. They just didn't exist. Right. Um, Nobody said a dog couldn't fly a fighter fighter jet. (laughs) I don't think that's how they... It's Airbud law. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, That about one of the more questionable strategies, but... uh, because the guy, the guy invented the the fertilizer. Mm-hmm. He he got a Nobel Prize for the fertilizer, and then I think he wrote some note in his, after he died, where he's like, "I would trade one thousand Nobel prizes and my life for not coming up with this stupid mustard gas." This was a oh, it was based around the fertilizer. Yeah, the fertilizer and the mustard gas were like the same invention. Gotcha. He's like, this could either feed everyone in the world, or we could win trench warfare with it. Uh-huh. And they didn't even do that, but. These Nobel Peace Prizes sometimes go out to uh, things that aren't that peaceful. Yeah, well, the fertil- they didn't give it to him for the mustard gas. Ah, they gave I it to see. him for the fertilizer. Mm-hmm. But he's like, I wasn't There's working. no asterisks? Um, well, he put his own asterisks on it. Oh, he wrote a whole letter, I think, that was great, where he's like, hey, scientists, don't uh, you know pay attention to what you're doing. Yeah, that's pretty noble. Yeah, because you got these nerd scientists, and nobody wants to listen to them. They're like, I came up with fertilizer. Everyone's like, shut up. And then a war starts. And then they're like, this stuff's good for war. And then people are like, well... Yeah, let's listen to these scientists, mm-hmm. and they get they feel real cool during the wartime. Yeah, because people want to listen to them. But so it's like a bunch of a bunch of jocks. I picture like a movie. Where there's a bunch of jocks, and then yeah, the nerds are like teaching them how to like I don't know, talk about like a book this girl likes. Oh, I see. You know, they're fighting with the the knowledge of the boy. This was a brutal example, like a Cyrano de Bergerac situation. Where you got the big nose dude, and he's whispering to these guys. Mm-hmm. And they're like, we didn't like you because of your nose, but now you got some pretty good whispers these days. Something like that. Uh, yeah, we, yeah. Mine also wasn't good, but it got us close. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, I don't know what, I think the Germans, the Germans were winning the war. Because I think they had the tanks at first. How do they do so well? Is it engineering? Um, or is their population sneaky large for the size of the country? I think they're very good at engineering. I think, I think they were yeah. ahead of the curve with science and such. They, I don't know. They must have some good universities. And they're very pragmatic. You know, everything's very square. They're not wasting any time <laughs> on like curves. I love your idea of pra- pragmatism. <laughs> <laughs> but they just, they're like, they're like, a road should be smooth. And other people are like, a road should be brick. And they're like, not if you want to win a war. Mm-hmm. Um. And so I think that's, I think the undoing, they would have won if the U.S. didn't get involved. So I think if they hadn't tried to get Mexico in on the whole thing, I think Germany probably, probably takes the cake on this one. We're the stupid dog, the pesky kids and the stupid dog in the eyes of Germany, Scooby-Doo. Oh, I see. I would have won this war if it wasn't for you pesky kids and your stupid dog. I don't know if they said stupid dog, (laughs) but he was a stupid dog. I think it was meddling kids. Yeah. And that uh, hungry dog. <laughs> that stoner dog. Or a dog with a lisp. I don't know mm-hmm. what. <laughs> so the U.S. comes in. They 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 kick ass. I don't know if, how much of a say we got on the treaty. I feel like we shouldn't have. Because the, there's the Armistice Day. Everyone holds their guns or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, and then there's the Treaty of, I think, believe it's Versailles. Most of them are Versailles. Mm-hmm. <laughs> okay. And uh, so the rest of Europe just punished 
Germany too hard and fucked up their shit and they didn't have any money. Yeah, that's my never... You know that game Never Have I Ever? I always go Never Have I Ever Signed a Treaty. <laughs> Doesn't work, but it's true. That's not the sexiest of answers. <laughs> I think that's more what that game's about. Mm-hmm. But yeah, it was it was as if we... Uh, it's it's kind of like student loan debt. If you put someone in $20,000 of student loan debt, they'll pay it off. But if you put someone in $200,000 of student loan debt, they just go, well, fuck you. We're just going to... Yeah. Start I'll never pay this right? Oh, um, wait, okay. Well, or hmm. whatever they, whatever rash decision they would make. Okay. It, I guess it's not a perfect metaphor. It works more for the World War II thing. Yeah, for sure. Um, but that's how, we, and now we're like, when you beat someone in a war, either entirely destroy their country, give or, them, or be nice to them. Like, yeah, you got, you can't, you can't almost destroy their country, but give them enough to, get back off their feet i think that's the mistake yeah yeah the um i mean boy that that feels like a whole whole metaphor for the elite and how they're treating treating the lower class these days you know what i mean yeah like, well, maybe we'll let you have your guns but uh we're gonna make you work 70 hours a week to forge your hungry man yeah it's kind of like uh, i was gonna say we should have split germany up into a bunch of different places but i think we literally did that after world war ii and that was the Berlin Wall. I think that was bad. So yeah, I don't. That didn't. So I don't know what you do in Germany. Starts mm-hmm. starts a war. Do they engineer? Do the Germans engineer that wall? Because it didn't stay up. Um. Yeah, they did, but it stayed up for a long time. Yeah. I know it didn't just come down on its own. <laughs> it's, that'd been <laughs> it funny if strong they, wind. They ended communism in Germany just because it like <laughs> dissolved. <laughs> like, oh, that, yeah, it didn't. Uh, heavy heavy rain. Now they build a mean wall over there. Yeah. Um, and that's why we endorse Germany in World War One. We don't. We were happy enough with how it all turned out. I don't know. See, they seem pretty apologetic for for some of their transgressions these days. They are. Yeah, yeah I think Germany's they've done a good job of reckoning with it. I met a couple Germans. They seemed fun. Although this this smarmy little fucker was a woman. I don't think women can be smarmy, but she was conniving. She uh, she told me how to approach a, a, a German gal, and she had me practice the saying in in German over and over, and it was tough. Uh, <laughs> I don't know why, but like it took, I practiced it over and over so that I could approach a German woman, uh-huh. and then a, a German guy came in, and I said it, and uh, it was supposed to mean, you're very beautiful, like I like you or something like that, and it meant uh, I have the shits. <laughs> It's fun. Yeah, she was having... Do you know how to say I have the shits now still? Well, I told it to my grandpa, and he's like, that doesn't make any goddamn sense. He <laughs> speaks German, mean. although I think he likes us to think he speaks more than he does. That's a good way of doing it. You're, you say something to him, and they're just like, well, that's wrong. And then yeah. This guy must speak the language. I was like, ich heisch du schwelz, something like that. That's a real... Sounds left. like fake German to me. Yep. <laughs> all right, well, we we like you all. <laughs> okay, I don't think they left with that takeaway is that we hate the listeners. No, I just wanted that's I was just signing off. Oh, okay. I just you know, uh thanks for listening. That's what I usually say. But okay, try try it again. I'll I'll play along. Oh yes and. Hey everybody, we like you all. Yes, and a lot. <laughs>